1: What's up, everybody? It's comedian and songwriter Tyson Smith here to wake you up with Tory in the morning on the Tori in the morning show. Here to get your day started. Get them kids ready. Get ready for work. Ask your husband why he just now getting in. And let's go. Let's get it in this morning. Yeah. Too much hate in the world. We're here to have fun, people. And Tori's about to bring it to you. Everybody, get up out your beds. Get that breakfast ready. Get your hair together. Get those naps out in the back. Don't even worry about your bills right now. You know they weren't going to get paid anyway. But what you can do is tune in with Tori in the morning and get lit, get live, and see me on 30 and Up doing us, a Facebook group. Talk to y'all later. Hey, Tori, let's get it in, baby.
2: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good people out there in the world. You are locked in with your favorite girl on this beautiful day, and numbers matter. Why? Because it is. February the 2nd, the February the 22nd, that's 2-2-2, two, 20-21, two, two, two. Twenty, that means next year we're gonna be full of twos, 2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2. Two, 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 two. I'm so happy to be alive this morning, to be awake and here and conversing with you all. Welcome to Tori in the Morning with my special guest, Kameet with Kameetia Productions. Today is going to be a really great
0: day. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain.
2: a really 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 great day we have a, a great show lined up for you we have some great artists uh, lined up for you as far as the music goes and we have two special guests. yes we have two special guests that will be here from the gumbo lab we have tamara who will be here along with ariel we'll talk more about them and what they have going on and all that good stuff And let's talk about today's topic, right? Today's topic is one that we really need to talk about any old way because it's a real thing. It truly is. It's a real thing. Why is it hard for the black community to unify? And that's going to be on many points in which we will get into every breakdown of that. But first, before we get back into the music and get our morning started the right way, let me shout out the celebrity that is in the building and jumped in on the chat right away, That Ninja, um, the host of uh, The Underground Railroad here every Monday on Spreaker.com. You guys say good morning to That Ninja. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Yes, so it is a great day, great day, great day. We shall be back right after this short musical break. Don't you touch that dial. Keep it locked right here on Tori in the Morning. We have, again, we have a great, great show planned out for you. We have two special guests we will be interviewing today from the Gumbo Lab. Um... Um, as we had last week, we had Nikki G on from the Gumbo Lab. They have started their series uh, of really dope shows. We're going to talk more about these wonderful ladies, who they are, what they have going on, where you can find them, and how you plan on supporting black businesses because it's needed. You guys keep it locked right here on Tori in the Morning. and We will be back right after this short musical break. I hope I can get you moving this morning.
3: Go to booty like a groupie. For more ice, armor truck ice. Get the bonus like the In love with you since the days of you say Now I watch you play Colombo Picasso. Tricks inside colossals. Turn your castle to brothels. Uh, who you love and who you wanna be hugging? Dipping on your Ninja Honda with Tunisian Raza. Why? You go more body than Jane Fonda Physical fitness. Mary Blige be my witness. Under pressure, I lie for you. Die for you. Ruga by the thigh for you. Right hand high for you. Because of you, I'm in heaven. Trillion. Ferrying. Billion. Fiddly Million. Playing this to in the Chevron.
1: Shower dried off, brush the go, teeth like slick red Topped up a session cologne like Dougie, fresh in the flesh got blessed with success after slipping on my slick fit The high discover me, hit the front porch Two women butterly, lovely in front of me, got my head gone I sent the bitch in the bed home Cause one of them got the big thighs and the other one was a red bone Where y'all going? Y'all think is hell, what's your name? I wanna get up, what y'all doing tonight, shit? I got some homies that's lonely, never phony We on some hype shit, call up the buddies that you be tight with We ain't really gonna be doing too much Though we're riding around, Bubba sound's tripping out while we playing James Topping the horn at the homies, the gang bang And slang came to maintain, tomorrow the same or well, we could chill at the crib, and play spades and kick some ass a bit. Keep past the click and get passionate. Grab your buckle and a it and get into some more nasty shit. Live, if I could decide to try. Don't play me bogus, this ain't a spin move and I ain't got no time to lie. Tell your girls we gon' be sliding by. But hit the weeds at first because my click got to be riding high. Because it feels so good. Mm-hmm. It feels so
4: good. i we be in the feels so good. When I ride
1: up, fire. Rollin' through the hood with billies and hoes.
4: I never It so good. The way we
1: i through to the gym with Benny's and i me and my homies are up, so time took up with niggas we love. Smoking no some the flame tight. Tripping off how we surviving this record to rain. to try to hang tight, getting fucked up on gang nights. Used to be gang fights, now we gotta try to relax with the strap. Even though we see Devo back to back, we still be holding stacks of packs. Rolling through in black blacks, ashtrays with blunt reds and crack sacks. Hustling and chill is what I'm focusing on. Bending through bitches' cribs, hoping it's on. the ain't no stroking, we strolling along. Rolling the cone, not really tripping because we take a smoke to the dome. Up in the tones, while picket frozen and hair and bones, glittering from off the sunlight. Beepin' the bees with their head done tight, booty hung right, and every night we see at least one fight. Hooking up with my fellow West Side Clicks, not together much, but when we, we all are, it's bad and rug hustles. Despite the envy and jealousy to wipe the others, it's love, brothers, riding, cause all y'all, my motherfuckers. So put the black magic on the ties and get the wax off the chrome. We gone, the blaze on till my brain's blown. Hoping to get my thing on, no matter what block you stay on. Kicking around my world, it's the same song. So the mobs was just flame on. But so scratch, we was willing for purpose some blood. Now we got gators on, hurting the cubs, but still tips where they serving the dust. Now we got Urkus and Bud, They beating up the block, searching for love. Reach up and hit the deep bone, through the smoke and delight at the body, right what the party like. Now you was live as I, come roll me so we can ride the sky, but only if you let me pay. What you I'll be riding high, cause it feels so good. So
4: good I oh. When
1: I ride riding through the with when It feels so good. How we the in the Rollin' through the hood with innocent hoes. weather. Sitting back goosin' through the slow breeze. Thinking how can I get mochi? Bump in the sister calls embogey. I stay on my peas for the pope peas. Mith the Philly with my donkeys. Scoop a feet to the crib and get my boy to bring a blessing through. Sit on the floor and play some tag in two. Lesson two, I'm addressing you. Turn out the lights like the world-class record crew. Bring out the best in you, confessing true. Lies about your inner thighs and where they've been at hoping, maybe. You be my lady. What's the potatoes without the gravy? When I feeling no oh, maybe some for the silicone, baby. But can you pay me? Cause daily, we riding on the host road, by rockin' dope blows, I lose a if I choose to stop, we can cruise some blocks. And talk about how later on you coming out your clothes, shoes and socks. Now is that news or not? Cause I'ma step on the gas low and smoking this last. So get it, be split it and spill it. Come watch me kill it. Ten the windows took a spill it up in the astro with Billy's on the truck on, so I really feel it. Thinking about not having a rich life but the hood. Life was still a good life and never slow. Always and forever though. Forever more. Rollin through the ghetto with nowhere to go. Cause it feels so good. So, so good.
4: How we can get in the hood. It's like, oh,
1: oh. When I'm out of five. Rollin through the hood with biddies and hoes don't like with nowhere to go the
4: good.
1: How we the it
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, waking.
5: In other news, authorities are looking for two men in connection with the brutal murder of a West Side resident. Police sources say the man identified as Johnny, excuse me, Jimmy Pilgrim, was found this morning in the K-Town section of Chicago with several gunshot wounds to the head. Witnesses to the brutal slaying had this to say...
6: Yeah, I seen what happened, man. Old boy was in the drop top going towards Jewtown, right? He was coming out with a hot dog in his hand, right? Old boy got his hot dog took and got shot, right? And man, old boy fell to the floor, said, pow! And I seen all gun smoke, I ran too. I went to Jewtown, grabbed me a pelly-pelly with his boy, right? And they went back out west, man. Oh, man, I don't know about old boy. Forget old boy, man. I like to say, shouts out to all my homies on
7: 107 Champagne. Keep it real Yo, this, this what happened, man. Motherfucker was coming out the thing, man. After he got out of his motherfucking car, went in the store, dude. Hey, just hey, motherfucker. Hold oh, up, Lord. I'm you, trying to do a motherfucking interview, you. With Joe. Wait up, wait up. That hey, motherfucker you, came you. out, Joe. Just shot, through Hey, hey, is this shit gonna be on TV or what? I mean, it used to be a good neighborhood. See, but now these young punks, they walk
6: up and down the street with their guns. And see, my wife, she stay right, that's where my wife stay, right there. and Right there. And these young punks just walk up and down the street with their guns. I mean, I don't know what's going on.
8: Wait. Uh doing 80 in a 60 fuckin' tick fuckers I ain't had it for seeing a minute in a minute I told her when I get it, I'ma hit it, I'ma hit it She told me that she wanted, I'll be there when i finish Oh girl, I'm on the way. Hot you let the club and I'm about to make a play, I'm on the way. Wait, She told me that she cooking, I said gonna make a plate, I'm on the way. Ay, 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 ay. I'm on the way, ayy, ay, ay, ay. I'm on the way, ayy, ay, yeah ay, ay. yeah I'm on the way, hey, uh, yeah Ooh, girl, I'm yeah. on the way You know you on my mind I see you getting thick from behind in them thighs She looked at me like Nala Said, nigga, why you lying? Girl, with all that shaking, might as well come with fries Love it when she cooks steak and taters on the side That grown woman shit, might as well add some wine She like, baby, hurry up so we can take our time Fine, I'ma call you and the nigga outside yeah. Hello? Where you at? I'm coming. Baby, where Damn? are you? Let me get my charger out of the outlet. So, where you at? Baby, let me finish putting on my outfit. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I ain't even left the house. I'm doing 80 and 60 fuck tick, ticket. Fuckers, I ain't had that pussy in a minute, in a minute. I told her when I get it, I'm gonna hit it, I'm gonna hit it. She told me that she wanted, I'll be there when i finish. finished. Oh, girl, I'm on the way. Hey. How'd you let the club and I'm about to make a play? I'm on the way. Wait. She told me that she cooking. I said gonna make a plate I'm on the way, ay, 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 ay I'm on away, way, ay, 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 ay I'm on away, way, ay, 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 ay I'm on away, way, ay, 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 Look, in 09, we used to get high, baby Low-key, we were like Bonnie and Clyde, baby It was plain as day, we still tried to hide Them feelings inside Do you remember the time, baby? Remember we used to vibe, baby. You roll it up, and I used to drive, baby. You light it up, and I grip your thigh, baby. Hey. Just tell me it's mine, baby. Yeah, she like nigga, where you at? I told you to right, set the light, make a left, wait. And you already know, parking to visit us so you won't get told. It's been a minute, baby, I've been on the road. I'm getting money, cause I gotta do the show, yeah. Go tell her that I'm home, and tell her I can't talk on the phone, cause you know I'm doing 80 and 60, fuck a tick, ticket, cause I ain't had that pussy in a minute, in a minute. I told her when I get it, I'ma hit it, I'ma hit it. She told me that she wanted, I'll be there when I'm finished. Oh girl, I'm on the way, how Hot you let the club, and I'm about to make a play, I'm on the way, way. Told me that she cooking I said gonna make a plate I'm on the way, ay, ay, yeah I'm on the way, ay, I'm on the way, ay, yeah I'm on the way, yeah
6: Hey, what's wrong?
3: Man, my hair is just falling out. You should
9: try this product my wife found in a hair magazine because she was going through the same thing. Her hair was thinning and breaking, but now it's growing like crazy. It's all thick and healthy, too. What's the name of it? It's Neurotress. Neurotress. She's so hooked on it, even I can tell you where to get it from. Call 1-888-489-0179. Pick it up at your local beauty supply store or order online at Neurotress.com.
4: Hey, thanks for the info. Good morning, good morning, good
2: morning, good morning. We are back. Here live Monday morning, February the 22nd. I just feel like the year is going by so quick. We are live with Tori in the morning with co host Camille. Good morning,
3: everyone. Good morning.
2: We are locked and loaded this morning. Excited. It's motivational Monday. So, you know, we got to keep you up and on your feet. You know, what, what's y'all, speaking of motivation on Monday, what's an encouraging um, thing that, what's something encouraging you say first thing Monday morning to yourself?
3: To me. Mm. No one, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. That is my saying every morning for me.
2: Oh, I like that. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. First thing, tippity-top of the morning. That's, that's good. First thing I say to myself at the top of the morning is, thank you, God, for another day. I don't know. That's just the first thing I say as soon as I wake up in the morning. I'm like, thank you, Lord, for another day. You know? Mm-hmm. Cause that just means something to me. Some people might not believe in that, but I believe that you know it's some it's something higher entity that created us or something. You know, so I say thank you for waking up because I couldn't imagine not waking up in the morning. I don't know what that's like. You know, I, I don't I don't want to know either. <laughs> I don't want to know anytime soon. You feel me? So we're gonna keep that away. Well, uh, today's topic is. Um, why is it hard for the black community to unify and we mean on many levels uh for those of you that are just tuning in this morning good morning good morning good morning tell me how you feeling this morning just say it out loud it's okay i know you don't think i can hear you but the you know the you know vibes vibrations of the universe will send that stuff your my way and i release back to you positive good energy a prosperity uh prosperity on today and all that good stuff so those of you who are just tuning in, that is the topic on um, why is it hard for the black community to unify um it's simple all you have to do is log in you can create a, an, an account and make sure you click follow so that you can follow me every time i'm on air it'll just be me and your thing you'll be emailed every time i'm on air and that gives you the ability to come in and chat because you are in an adult space with like-minded individuals so you can say whatever it is you feel however you feel and you will not be judged dogged out or anything like that now you might get some people that's gonna ha- be, you know, combative or. Now I'm not even gonna say combative. They're gonna have their opinion and you're gonna have yours. Yeah. But you can um, respectfully agree to disagree um, in this environment. So feel free to chime in on the conversation. Um, Ninja did that right away. Ninja said, "Do you want the long, uncomfortable, and very unpopular answer to the question, or do you want the comfortable, um, modern-day answer? I want both." Why not? Get you somebody that can answer them both ways. So, um uh, 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 what's one of the reasons you
3: feel that the black community cannot unify? To me, my, I think that they can't unify because people are so worried about the next person, the next person get more money than them. And I think with the black communities, most people are jealous about the next person Making it to the next level Maybe they scared that person Gonna leave them behind Or you know gonna forget about them But I think those are some reasons And another reason I think that that the elderly In the black community withhold A lot of good Information And I Kind of sort of you know I don't want to say I blame them But you have a lot of them that Are not willing to teach black community and they know a lot of information so i think that's a problem too i agree oh i can
2: agree to that i can definitely agree to that um because i feel the same way you know Mm -hmm. when me and my mom have conversations about certain things i'll be like you know but you know you didn't share certain things with me and she was like well i didn't know it either So, how was I going to share something with you that I I wasn't even taught? Yeah. You know, because her mother passed away when she was 16. So, there were some things that she just didn't get taught because of however her sisters were when she grew up with them you know Mm -hmm. so it's like so many trickle down effects to that right
3: lack of communication lack Lack of of information Mm
2: -hmm. yeah yeah. you know because you know the black family the the black community in itself is like what happens here stays here Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Um, we're so used to just um, making things happen making do with what we have and in the problem instead of always seeing solutions and creating solutions yeah You know, so that's a big thing. I think just this whole statement is broad. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then when you just said, you know, financially, you brought that financial piece. And so that's a whole nother subsection, right? That we can address financially. So why is it financially? I don't want you with more than I have. Like, why why do I even have to? Why am I even comparing your finances to mine? I don't know your journey, your walk or what you do. I might not be willing to do what you're doing for that type of money but I don't I don't understand we don't think that way mm-hmm. we gotta be um, feeling like oh you have more money so that means you know uh, I gotta take I gotta take yours
3: exactly instead of getting your own
2: or asking you how did you get it but that's that's a whole another situation too because most people of a certain stature don't even wanna share they wanna charge you to yeah, give you the exactly. information and who how how did you get the information? Who tried did somebody charge you for it? <laughs> the, definitely the ones that say, I spent my last twenty dollars in my pocket on this. You spent your last twenty dollars on this thing right here. Now you are a millionaire. You telling me you can't give away nothing for
3: free now? Yeah. that way it comes for that's, that's why that's why I say it come go back to reading. We have to read. Mm-hmm. You can Google everything that you want to find out about. So most of these services that we're paying for is right there in Google for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't like half of us don't like to read on uh, uh, and find our own information. We're rather listen and hear it from somebody else mm-hmm. to tell us something instead of reading up on our own.
2: And, and in that case, I, some people are like that because if somebody else tell you so, like, I, I'd rather you tell me than me read because then if you tell it to me and I do it and it's wrong, I can say, well, you told me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then it's, it, it's also the fact that we don't want to accept responsibility for certain things as well. Exactly. Right? We don't want to be held responsible for things. And that's a whole other piece. Because well, You know, I mean... In order to have things you have to
3: have responsibility. Another thing like they won't unify because everybody wanna be the boss. Everybody wanna lead. But how can you lead if... that's what that deserved. Yes. So how, how can you lead and unite when everybody wanna be the boss? Mm-hmm. Everybody want to be the boss.
2: Too many chiefs and not enough Indians, as they say. So many chiefs and not enough Indians. And that's a real thing. Because for what? Why, why do we need you all? Why, you know, why? Every Because first, the truth of the matter is everybody is not a leader.
3: Exactly.
2: Uh, that's hard to accept, though. Yeah. It's hard to accept. Everybody ain't a boss. Yeah,
3: everybody's not.
2: It's hard to accept. That's a hard pill to swallow. That's something you don't want to say to yourself because everybody want to be a boss because all the celebrities on TV are bosses, right? everybody want to be a, right, the boss. <laughs> you know, Rick Ross got everybody want to be a boss. You know? <laughs> you, but yeah. not everybody is boss material. Like, somebody has to be real and
3: say that. That's why it's called a team. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call it a team. <laughs> Not
2: everybody is
3: there, you know. A team is not all bosses. I mean, you can say you all bosses, but
2: everybody has a role it, to play. Everybody has a role to play. Now you might be the boss of that role, exactly. But you might not be the boss. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, we have to we have to be 100 about that, and say what it is like you know we 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 try to give excuses for certain things but we but we really we really can't do that you know uh, the black community i feel like in order for us to unify we have to really accept some, some accept some real truth some mm-hmm. real facts mm-hmm. some real truths and some real facts and the number one thing is that you know in order for us I mean, we have to regain some... We have to establish some type of trust, you know? Why is it that we don't trust
3: each other? We have been brought up to be against each other for so long. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just been instilled into the head and it's still thinking about it and it's been passed down for generation to generation. Now, not saying that everyone have that mindset because we do have one and this is like, no, this is just not right. This is not how I'm supposed to live. I'm not settling for this. And they d- decide to get more. Mm-hmm. So we have to be willing to come together and work together.
2: Yeah, it's a big thing on us trying to come together and working together. That's a big thing. I mean, but we're going to break that down in many different ways. Before we go to this quick musical break, we're going to read what um, Ninja said so that we can ponder on that for a second. Um, Ninja says, this is going to be a multifaceted uh, answer. So I apologize for the extended text. When you're kidnapped from your homeland and brought to another country under the control of savages, you are subject to lose your identity, culture, um, your identity, culture, way of life, and quite frankly, your mind. Ding dong. It is... Then replace with whatever this disinformation the savages want to give you. When you're released from this bondage, they simply change the way they enforce the savagery and they make it legal. Boom. Uh, Marijuana? What? Um, When black people finally Are able to put something together Their government then allows Savages to murder and burn down All of their accomplishments Along with the first bomb ever dropped on soil Mm -hmm. Boom Um um, many people don't know about Black Wall Street, which is crazy, but they really do exactly. not. And that's where they born. <laughs> you know? Um, what happened over the years after that was a slow um, IV drip of disinformation that still affects us to this day. Black people's inability to unify is the result of the mental warfare that we subjected uh, to on a daily basis by savages. Ding, dong, and a bunch of dang on snaps. That is really good. I really agree with that. Uh, and, and that and that is the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't know about many different things. Not only do we reference, um, you know, Black Wall Street, but we should also discuss the fact that uh, wars wouldn't have been won without black people. You know, like he said, savages realized that they was starting stuff with people that they was cashing you know mm-hmm. writing checks that they really couldn't cash and there was a time and Ninja you can uh, I, I, I'm I, gonna say I vaguely remember this because this some things I read when I was younger I don't know why I always felt compelled to be for my black people like that but I know Ninja probably really knows and if you know some of this stuff it's just good to bring it up But I know for a fact there was a time when they were going to the homes of black families and pulling those boys, you know, and pulling them, putting them into the war, enlisting them into the war so that they can fight. That's why a lot of black men were in the military, including some of my family members. So that is a whole nother thing in itself in which we'll discuss. We'll um, complete the rest of the reading for Ninja uh, after the short musical break. You guys, keep it locked. Thank you for tuning in on Tori in the Morning with co-host Kamit. We uh, appreciate the love and support. If you like what you're listening to, make sure you click the like button because that means you love it. Um, Make sure you follow the show so that you can get an email every time we're on air. Today is going to be a great show. We have two um, amazing people here on air um who will be on air here shortly interviewing to talk about the gumbo lab and the reason why we're having this conversation about black people unifying is because the one of the guests here on the show is the founder of um the gumbo lab and she has found a place a way to be the person to unify individuals in the black community that may even be seen cast out or people feel certain types of way about. However, um, it doesn't matter um, what you choose to do in your life. It's still important for us to unify. So it's so awesome to have these two wonderful ladies on, Tamara and um, Ariel with the Gumbo Lab. So, They'll be here shortly, so keep it locked right here while we have some great music coming up. Celebrity Nikki G is in the building. Good morning, darling. We'll be back right after this short musical break. Don't you touch that dial.
6: Real nigga shit. night at your crib, it was like me, black, 40, OB. We just sitting there talking about life.
10: Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.
0: Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call,
6: Set you up, want me to come and wet you up, cause you are out of town nigga like Biggie, heard about the shit with Diddy so I came through to vest you up, and I got a vest for 40, a vest for Hush, a vest for every nigga with an Al on his chest, and what, I got LA unified, you better off committing suicide, teachers ain't testing us, see I know how I feel to be platinum plus, niggas is jealous of you, so they try to wrap you up, tax you up, but it's over your blood money, nigga catch these bullets like you catch the bus, Dog fame is a motherfucker Do a nigga four favors when you came do the fifth How soon they forget Run up on you at your granny house, be you nine like fifth How a nigga supposed to love you niggas Heart beating fast when I and when I hug you niggas Drake told me not to trust you niggas Your energy off, you finicky, I rush you niggas Just walk around the crib like Why a nigga can't live, get this money, fuck these bitches though think about the beef like We can pass these motherfucking straps like a physical this is my city, nigga, everybody know it Riding around town, just me and my four pounds Tucking my time for us, hoping I ain't gotta show it L.A. niggas be the craziest These niggas do some shady shit Niggas will run up on your car Catch you off guard like the Lil Wayne and baby shit 40, I'm fucked up
7: Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me all i ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me 100 l.a. yeah
6: 100
7: all i ever I would have all of your fans if I didn't go popping. I stayed on some conscious shit I would have so many more friends If I lost my success and my confidence I'm in the club every time that they play the competition If they even play the competition Then I seen a the response they get Yeah, nobody's even hearing it On top of the pyramid Michael go to Jamaica, disappear again My circle got so smart that it's a period. Saying to myself, y'all better not come to my studio With that fake shit Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me One hundred
6: That was my real nigga, held a nigga down since he was a lil nigga If he was still alive, he would kill niggas He was Lil Snoop, I was Meek Mill Niggas know how it feel when you missing your nigga though Can't think so you roll up that indigo Stressing while driving down Figaro Blowing Cush clouds to his ghost is in my ghost, damn Make a real nigga wanna give us like the God, like here we go Screaming frog name at the clouds, they'll hit me though. Guess they too busy with Tupac and Biggie though. You niggas don't feel me though, that was on Shug's watch. i take Shug's watch. You this and Drizzy, that's cool, but don't come to my city though. Not even in Ace Town. So underground that I gotta be a trail nigga. Strapped up from the waist down, that's word the pimp CJ Prince is my real nigga. Shit was so simple when Henchman was out. He had a young nigga right there with meet. So happy when Blue Da Vinci got out. We came up on these California streets. L.A. niggas be the craziest. These niggas do some shady shit. Niggas will run up on your car. Catch you off guard like the Lil Wayne and Baby shit. Got a nigga confused, but why a nigga gotta choose? Don't even matter, dawg, cause I'ma always be a real nigga. Always be a real nigga. I never learned how to be nothing but a real nigga.
7: Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit. Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit. Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me. All I ever ask is keep it eight more than ninety two with me, one
6: hundred. Yeah. One
9: hundred.
7: All I ever ask is one hundred. Yeah. One hundred. All I ever asked is one. I know the feeling But yeah, Let's build this To the ceiling I'm really Fuckin' with you It's a whole lot more Than a makeup At the breakup So don't fight back Just write back baby I know I demand a lot and you don't like that So let's just leave the baggage I'ma hop us On this flight back, Get right back You right
4: back right? wake up love this shit's won't come for
7: Just take your clothes off Take the problems off Take the armor off Take all the drama off Let go your responsibilities You've been holding down Know it's a lot on your mind But I need your focus now I need that Yeah I get that Yeah Late night conversation Can you see my body language? Bring that body to me Baby come close up Close up
11: Bring it to me, oh yeah, baby, I'll give you ecstasy, oh. baby, come closer, closer, bring it to me, ooh, yeah,
5: girl, I'm talking body to body, cheek to cheek, it's for more. and girl, your lips taste so sweet. Girl, talking body to body, cheek to cheek. So I'm on yeah. I'm I'm
7: Ooh yeah, yeah, ooh yeah, yeah. Look, I know. I had people in my circle, but they wasn't in my corner. I had people in my business, but they didn't support it. And took advantage of me like they supposed to do at their moments. Everything you didn't do, but could have did if you wanted. Working overtime, it's time I could be taking you down. Real shit, I gotta quit acting like these niggas don't want my place when I ain't around. Even though niggas ain't threats. I know if I don't live with you, I gotta live with regret. I might walk in while you showering, hit you in your shower cap, you gripping on the tile rack. I'm busting while you bust back. Back in the bathtub, pouring champagne on that ass, like I'm Dame Dash. God damn your last Ain't nigga blow with me. his lame ass.
11: Baby, come close up, close up, bring it to me. Oh yeah, baby, I'll give you ecstasy. Uh, baby, come close up, close up. Can you speak my body language? I ain't got no time to waste You got me losing patience I can't wait to get you over here and get you naked I'm about to ride that dick so crazy I might break it I'm so horny Show me something Body to body, cheek to cheek So for more Bring that body to me huh. Baby, come closer, closer and you to me
5: Yeah.
7: narcotics we got enough problems now it's time for that
2: today's show topic. Um, how, Why can't the black community unify? But what we are truly here for is for the two special guests that are on the show. Um, these two lovely ladies and we're going to get right into it because we do have them here on the show live today. The two individuals we have here today are from the Gumbo Lab. We're going to start out with the uh, Tamara, Tamara Anderson is a multi-talented actor, singer, writer, and director. She has been featured in musicals and plays across the country and in multiple TV, film, and commercials like The Blacklist and Unbreakable, Kimmy Smidget, Smith, boom, and more. She is an advocate for education and anti-racism trainer editor producer of virtual content and a single parent blogger boom you can't tell me she's not superwoman she is the founder of the gumbo lab look out for her new project and solo project featuring a virtual platform for black females trans women and femme solo artists and you can check out her page at www.tamara that's t-a-m
0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: A-R-A-dash Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N dot com. Boom. We have Tamara Anderson on the show. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning. Good morning, Tori. It's wonderful to be here. How are you? I'm so great. It's great to have you here. And we also have someone else special with you as well. Ariel Taylor is from Philly. Uh, Philly stand up. I know it's some Philly people in the building. She is a videographer, an editor, and educator. She is particularly driven in um, to the intersections of media and social activism by creating advocacy through visual storytelling. She focuses on lives of blackness and young and on um, the young flo- folks. She holds a BA in Television and Journalism from Willing um, Wilmington University. Good morning, everyone say good morning to Ariel.
3: Good morning, Ariel. Good
2: morning. <laughs> good morning, it is awesome, awesome, so awesome to have you ladies here from the Gumbo Lab. Woo! It's exciting <laughs> to celebrate women and uh, and it's Black History Month. Boom! So we we celebrating black women and black history uh, all at the same time. So, Tamara, before we go into today's question, tell us a little bit more about you um, that's a little more personal.
13: Ooh, personal. Let's see. Um, I guess uh, something that's a little more personal is... Uh, I mean, you already mentioned, so I'm I'm a mom, my daughter is in her second year of college now, and I think something that uh, some people do not, or maybe they do know about me, is that um, despite, like, all this work stuff I do on the outside, um, I also am a huge fan of this new order of people being in the house because I am one of those, like, extroverted introverts where you know I, if I have to be you know out in public and with people I'm all bubbly but I am all about being in my house curled up and just watching TV and eating popcorn and Doritos yeah
2: that's the <laughs> I totally get that I totally get that um, you stated that you're a, a single mom and your daughter is in her second year of college girls shout out to you
13: Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, she's actually a double major in creative writing and um in, in visual art actually. So she's also, you know, another another creative in the house. Um so it's always interesting just to watch her um her stretch and grow and you know, uh work on her work on her craft, as yeah. I always like to say.
4: Mhm
2: that is awesome congratulations you deserve a congratulations from that it is hard work being a parent period so congratulations thank you you. yes and ariel so tell us a little bit something a little like we said just a little more personal not deep deep personal but you know just a little more personal
14: Yeah, um, I think maybe, you know, similar to Tamara, I also feel this like extroverted introvert thing. Like I really have been enjoying my life in quarantine uh, for the most part. I wish I didn't have to work, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Tell <me about> it.
14: <laughs> but I, I guess, that, yeah, I'm glad to have a job. Um, but I, I think uh, one thing that, you know, is somewhat interesting or maybe just weird is that I like to watch documentaries. About really strange topics or things that, like, you know, people might ignore. So, like, you know, one of my one documentary I really like is about like toilets. Like, how did you know that whole infra- infrastructure of having like restrooms and bathrooms? Like, how did that go down? Like, right. you know, and it tracks it all the way back to like um, like ancient times and like how people were just really advanced technologically. Um, and setting stuff up like that, and how like the richest people in the world, you know, at that time were the only ones that had, you know, restrooms. Um, but stuff like that is just like weird facts that like nobody really needs to know about, but right. uh, <laughs> find are interesting. Right? But that is <laughs> but it, that
2: is interesting. I never thought yeah. about that. Me neither. Never.
13: No. You ain't got everybody shut. Girl, like that. come on with it. That's what I'm
2: saying. That that's what I'm saying. It's always great to uh, I feel like if you don't learn something new every day, then you're really doing yourself a disservice. So thank you for that. I just learned something. <laughs> yeah. You know, today I would have never thought about that. So today's <laughs> topic, ladies, is um why is it hard for the black community to unify? Um each of you state what what do you feel that uh something could be that makes it hard for the black community to unify?
13: I mean, for one, I think like most communities, we're we're not a monolith, right? We're not the same. Um I think a lot of times when when people look at where unification happens. I think there are instances of unification across uh, people who share similar uh, uh, likes and dislikes, which is the same thing you see on the other side, right? Um, it's just that white people have such a, a stronghold of political and economic power um, that it appears that they are unifying because they all feel the same. And they just are able to unify in, in higher structures, and I think it also comes with um, what we have been taught. Like I also think it's connected to internalized oppression, where we also have a valuation for whiteness. We have a valuation, a higher valuation for something that isn't quote unquote considered black, mm-hmm. right? Or what does mm-hmm. that even mean to us, right? Right. Um. Like even though. know, we are told to celebrate our blackness and celebrate all that it entails, the beauty and, and wonderment of it, I think, you know, sometimes for some of us, deep down, it's hard to celebrate that when we are also viewed as being something negative, like our blackness is viewed as something as something that's just not good, or something that is always under attack, or something that can even be killed, as we have seen in the news for the last years. Right.
4: Mm-hmm.
13: So I think because of that, then you know, it's like one you have to unify. Your unification happens around like a common goal. Um, like I was on a panel uh, a week ago and something really struck out to me with one of the organizers, the African American Liberation Group, and one organizer said something really salient. It was like, if you can't organize and you can't get down with people who literally, at their core, just do not believe in the same things you do, right? Um, It cannot simply be a surficial, it can't just be a skin folk uh, unification. Mm-hmm. It has to be a, a heart and soul unification, right? Like we we have to agree. We may not have to wholly agree, but we definitely have to, you know. If um, I think about it like even in terms of like what this production company I like started, I I think a lot about can I do this work with somebody who just wants to be famous? Um, when I really. Care about the work, and I want the work to dictate uh, and change people's lives and and make jobs for people, and you know, and if they just happen to get famous as a result of that, that's wonderful. But that's not the end goal. The end goal is to provide like a space, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that that that's where, and I also think too, we also have illusions of what unification looks like. Like we look at, like we look at strong large movements like the civil rights movement. We have this idea because of the March on Washington that millions of people came together and hugged each other and got beaten down by dogs and billions of, when it was really like a very small number of people right? Who really did all that work.
2: Right. That's... that's the, Now you, you really touched on some things that man, we'll get into conversation about as it as it goes and through uh, the interview. Um, uh, Ariel, would you like to touch on that?
14: I, I think uh, Tamara did a really good job in um, kind of laying that out. The only other thing I, I would say is that I, I feel like there's a real disconnect in communication between like elders and young folks. And I think that that's like a generational thing. Like, I think that that has always been something that we just haven't, as a community, been able to figure out. Um, and I think that, you know, I feel like white folks hold their elders sometimes in higher esteem than um, than, than, than our young folks do. Um, and I think that there's just a lot of barriers and biases that really need to be broken down especially young folks who are mm-hmm. looking into you know working in activism or pushing us further mm-hmm. i think that there's so many things that have been done have started to be done or worked on that we need that young folks need to kind of pick up on but we maybe need to kind of look back um, and i think the older folks need to to be a lot more uh gentle and um malleable um and supporting and supporting young folks um you know,
2: because somebody
14: has to take over. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't continue to, to to keep pulling.
2: You know, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, I'm gonna um I'm I'm gonna read what someone said really qu- well. I want to, but however, what both of you just said makes me go into the question um, to ask you all this, and then I'll read some comments here in a little bit. Um, so with all of that being said, why Gumbo Lab?
13: Why not? Well, I mean, no. It's like. <laughs> I mean,
10: like, why not? I mean, I think the thing is, is that, especially, so the arms are basically a microcosm of it. The- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
14: It's my little escape.
10: Now Judy's the life of the party.
14: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
10: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 18
13: plus right Mm -hmm. there a small snapshot of what the bigger picture looks like right Mm -hmm. so when we look at the uprisings that happened uh all last summer when we look at like just really over the last 15 20 years because i I would hate to say that this kind of unrest just popped up like a daisy out the concrete right no it's Mm -hmm. always been there under the surface because we have always had to deal with racism and white supremacy those those things are just like 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 carbon dioxide in the air, basically, right? So I think for me, I had a lot of meetings started during this. So during this closure, especially with the shuttering of theaters, a lot of meetings with actors and artistic directors, mostly white theater companies, Broadway, people have been, uh, actors of color have been really uplifting their voices about These are the racist incidents I have dealt with my entire acting career since I've been in the business. These are things that need to change. What about access? What about this, right? So you sit in those meetings and you realize that these are very valid complaints, but I'm the kind of person that's always like, okay, so then what are we gonna do? And that's when the crickets start happening. You know, Mm -hmm. that's when the silence starts happening. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, well, we can have theaters fill out a statement, or we can have theaters make sure they have uh, black people on their board of directors.
3: Mm -hmm. Okay.
13: But I know for a fact that new policies and laws do not change the hearts of people. Mm -hmm. Like, if that's the case, then we wouldn't have any uprisings, and we'd be living, like, we'd be living out the full dream of democracy in america because we actually have some wonderful civil rights acts that people find loopholes for all the time
4: mm-hmm.
13: so because of that i decided i wanted to have a space and i wanted this space to specifically be for us i also wanted the space to be open to non-binary individuals i wanted to be open to trans women of color queer women fem. i wanted to be a space that was intersectional and intergenerational because I'm also exhausted of when you do open these new theatrical or production spaces, we go for young people only. Mm-hmm. We're like, well let's 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 get these emerging artists. Like if somebody said that to me one more time, I think I might shoot them in the forehead. I'm just like I mm-hmm. know, uh, <laughs> it's like just like there's value in having twenty something as much as it's value having forty something. And it's really value you know, following what Ariel just said, and having them all together. Mm-hmm. Right? So, because now in the intergenerational space, now you have bridged that gap between yes. the young and, and the veterans. Because I'm telling you, I know 50-year-old Black women who have been amazing actors and have never been asked or allowed to write their own solo show. Mm. And so I wanted the solo project to be that space so even though gumbo lab has big dreams of like producing new content for people whether be films and stuff like that the solo project as it sits in that space will always be a female centered space always so if you know this wonderful white woman comes up and is like i have this wonderful solo show i love what you're doing i would love to work with you i'll be like and i have somebody i can refer you to because this Mm -hmm. space isn't for you this pace
2: is dedicated to people who look like us and to partnering with people who look like us. I love that. And this goes into something else that I uh something else that I was just going to post kind of like playing, you know, devil's advocate is people like to say, but I ain't no devil, but I like to say, you know, c- c- you know, unturning each stone, right? Cuz under each stone there's something under there and we just that's just the fact. So um, with that, I also made a post when I was average, uh, marketing the show, and it was a statement that said, you know, McDonald's can mess up your orders 1,001 times. But when a black business mess over, uh, mess, make one mistake, you chastise them and dog them out for a century, and essentially you never even go back to them. But McDonald's is a, a a corporation that is huge, ran by a, a group of white folks that really didn't care for black people. McDonald's, you couldn't even get McDonald's. You couldn't even work at McDonald's. Um, I worked at McDonald's here in Georgia with the franchise of the person that was friends with the guy who originally started it. And he was the first person to open up a black, or ran a black a fully black staff McDonald's here in downtown Georgia where Clark Atlanta is. So with that, how do you feel about that as it pertains? Because just like you said, the white woman might come, but you said I have a space for you um, in that situation. How does that statement um, referring to uh, allowing another company to treat us any kind of way when we go back and not supporting into our own businesses um, and bad-mouthing them? And either one of you can um respond on that oh area you
14: want to take that one i'll take a little bit and then i'll just some i'll just go quick and then i'll pass it over to you because i'm sure you got a lot more nuggets maybe than than i do i think um from the the film like media perspective i think that we really have to look at the landscape like what do we have who do we have how many people can we look to Think about the Emmys or, you know, the Tony's. Like there still is a uh, there still is a, a huge disadvantage and the folks that we, we see on those stages. And I mean there's not that many black production companies that are doing that are doing no. work on a large scale. So the thing is is like I feel like a lot of times, um, you know, when I'm viewing like black media Oh there's a level for me of like I'm just happy that it even exists and I'll talk about the boom mic and the audio and the coloring later. You know what I mean? Like that I feel like there has to be a shift. We have to catch up. We we have been locked out of places, you know? Like we we're not going to be at the same level as like a, a you know, like I'm a wine scheme, but like obviously like that's, you know, a whole thing but you know we're not going to be at the same level as some of these pro- other production companies um, but over time with with um you know with with working and growing an audience it happens um, and i think that we have to we have to grant each other grace on on that type of stuff um but i'll i let tomorrow finish i feel like i started that <laughs> No, no, I think it's so
13: funny talking about lighting because I remember that, that short from Insecure about the fact that they hired you know, black lighting directors and people were like, why do you all look so good on the show? Which is really sad to say because I've definitely seen some movies where we have not looked good. It has a lot to do with that, right? Um, not only have we been locked out, if you really break it down to how black women have been seen in this industry, oof, it, it's not even a lockout it's like a brick freaking wall right so the fact that you know we have ava we have lena we have um misha green now for who did underground successfully and then literally did not work for a while until giving this olive branch for lovecraft country and let's look at that um we also have had uh black males in the industry that have somewhat like opened some doors but in all reality if you really look at the trajectory black women open the doors for black women so we look at chandra land then we look at debbie allen who has basically taken over the directing of Grey's anatomy since the beginning and since she has been the main director for Grey's anatomy she has mentored many, many younger Black directors who have been working on that show. If we look at Queen Sugar, so Ava's like, this is my idea, this is my baby. But instead of just holding on to it with this tight lightning grip, if you go back and look through all the shows, you will see that there are some directors there that we have not seen since a different world, or since the Cosby show, that are now like working in these shows we look at some of the things in scandal those were like a lot of black female directors regina king did a lot of those episodes and now we see regina king doing film so it is a lot to do with the fact that if people are like oh you shouldn't do this then then who the heck gonna do it right we can't we cannot sit back and wait so my whole thing is i am always open like we look at the Michaela Coles of the world and look it out she started out with a Netflix contract with chewing gum then went back to Netflix for I May Destroy You and they tried to play her they were like oh here's, here's a dollar but you also can't have you know full control of your show and she walked away from a million dollar contract but most people are like are you crazy well is she because the the show on HBO is brilliant but let's look at the quick backlash that happened. So even though during these uprisings, Hollywood, Broadway have all been very vocal about we need to do better. Look at the nomination for the Golden Globe. Look at the nomination for SAG. It is very white. Like that is how, that is there. So when we look at like over the years, we look at Black Codes, Jim Crow. We look at the Klan. We look at how, how whiteness violently tries to push back. That same thing happens in, in the industry, in media and theater. It just happens by the how they do nominations. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time there's this big surge of, like, you need to do better, they nominate the widest shows. And I mean, I love all TV, all TV. I am, like, an avid TV watcher. But there were some things nominated that I was like, you guys, get I me, mean, that wasn't even a good show. So y'all just, uh-huh. like, forget <laughs> it. Yeah. You know? Like, you nominated Shits Creek? Yeah. I'm like, brilliant. But they should have been nominated four seasons ago. They off the air. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, you finally nominate them? A brilliant... Now, you talk about, you know, me, like, holding up a white show. Mm-hmm. I will fight you. Somebody says, oh, that show's not good. What? <laughs> get you? It's one of the most brilliant comedic writing
12: ever.
10: Purchase necessary. BGW Group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
12: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest
10: place you've gotten lucky?"
12: Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office.
2: That's crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. For all of those that are just tuning in, we see you popping in on Instagram Live. We have here on the show, you are tuned in to Tori in the Morning with today's topic of uh, why is it that the black community can't unify? But we have two dope women um, here from the Gumbo Lab. We have Tamara. And we have Ariel, and we're talking about um, black women in film, black people, black culture in film and um, uh, uh, film and theater industry. Uh, and we th- we were just sharing some things in regards to why, you know, why we're not dominating these fields as black women, as black people, and and, and of all ages, and and why black why black rock hell period. That's it, you know and so i think you guys kind of spoke on this already a little bit but i'll just allow you to uh, just expound on it just a little bit more but why is it so important for black artists to have their own space well really this is a great question based off of what you said the sags the emmys all of these things are geared around white shows and then it's always when the black shows finally are off air a year or two or three later now here they come wanting to give them um, trying to give them some recognition just so that they can incorporate the black people into what they're doing because we won't watch it and we won't participate so our voices do matter so um, with that why why is this important?
13: Well I think too we have to look like have to look backwards too right mm-hmm. when we look at where we thrive we, we go back to like you know like as early as Spike Lee and then we come up to like Ava and Lena and even Jordan Peel um, we basically have to look at that when those individuals were successful it's because they had their own spaces right Um because I will tell you this that when you do give us a space or you do feature us It always makes money, Mm -hmm. right? Black productions, like black Broadway productions, Broadway productions that feature that 11 o'clock singer, when you're talking about the color purple, things like that, Mm -hmm. people will pay big money to see that. Those shows do not close early, right? So we already have proven dollar-wise that financially we are something you should invest in, okay? We also realize that when you put black women at the head of casting, or at the head of directing or at the head of producing, they actually bring with them a very diverse group of people. They just do. Look at um, Scandal to How to Get Away with Murder. So How to Get Away with Murder is, um, the the, the showrunner for that was a white male, Chris Norwalk. But Chris worked in the Scandal writing room, which is a very diverse writing room. So then we get over to How to Get Away with Murder, he actually, Used that example and made his writing room look like that.
4: Mm-hmm. So
13: this is also like a lesson. Like uh, like new artists, white and black, are also taught like what it should look like. You know, like my whole thing is sometimes you know we also cannot erase outside of racism. What also exists in this industry is toxic masculinity,
3: mm-hmm.
13: like like a like yeah. a coat around us, right? Mm-hmm. So that means that sometimes, you know, we, we open the gate. Like, I just saw a documentary about um, uh, representation in film. Because one big thing that's happening, to too, is that we also have a lot of female representation behind the camera. As far as being DPs, running the camera, that whole background, I can't tell you how many film sets I've been on, and I can count on one hand, one finger, how many black. Well, women. Shoot, I don't even want to put it in color. Women, period, that were behind the camera.
4: Hmm.
13: So because of that, and we want to talk about distribution, like that's the issue we have too. So now that we have like Netflix and we have all these streaming channels and we have YouTube, distribution is actually you know gotten easier. But that's even um, becoming something that. We need to actually figure out how we're going to take our space in, right? Um, Like, how does that work? Do people understand that, you know, once you have a dedicated YouTube channel, you put content on there, will people come? Will people come to watch quality content? Because that's something, Mm -hmm. too. You also want to put out something that is good, right? We don't just want to do something for the sake of doing it and throwing a black flag on top of it. Right. right? And saying, like, oh, well, y'all didn't come to watch it, because we black. No, we didn't watch it because it was terrible. <laughs> you know, like that's why we didn't watch it. You know, like my grandma was to say, sometimes it's not all about you black. Sometimes you just didn't show up with what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like you, we do have to show up with quality work and quality pieces and take advantage of like all the stories we have. Like I am still a poem, even though I know that Viola's a company, I think Ava too, I don't want to mistake. I think both of them are working on Octavia Butler pieces. But the fact that, you know, some of the best writing has never been converted to a movie, I'm like,
2: where'd they do that at? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's right. Those of you that are still tuning in, we are speaking with Tamara and Ariel from Gumbo Lab. I know people are like, is that such and such? No, that's, no, it's not. It is Tamara Anderson and uh, Ariel Taylor from Gumbo Lab. And we're talking about uh, what they were just speaking on was why it's important for black artists to have their own space. And so with that, uh with that being said you touched on some really good points like you you really have us at a loss for words especially me you know what i'm saying um uh and because with the times that are shifting that we're shifting into now um and with all that you're saying because you're creating this platform to make it look clear for today's time right now so with that being said what does Making art look like um, during this COVID nineteen pandemic.
13: Well, I think it looks. You, you. One thing about COVID and this pandemic and staying at home, and you know, and even like how it has shuttered theatrical spaces and even changed how TV and film is being done. I think what is what it really encouraged me to do was to create something that was virtual, but something that was like just amazing. But I'll be honest, I didn't know what it was going to look like until it happened. And so I was really blessed and fortunate to bring together such an amazing creative team, which includes Ariel. Uh, we have a, another cinematographer, Stephanie Malzone. We have two other directors, uh, Lisa Strong and Marquise Gibson and i have to say and i you know we just had our premiere of our first show last weekend and i have to say that magic has happened like we have totally changed the thing because everything was done virtually the filming the directing the the the, the conversations with how to get this work started even the writing of their scripts everything was done virtually we There are teams working together across state lines. Where they do that at without having to fly you in and have a meeting. Like now a director can never say, you know, oh, I can't work with you because you live too far away.
4: Mm -hmm. No.
13: Like I can work with you. Like the solo project doesn't just have to be on the East Coast, which you can see with Nikki. Nikki's out of Chicago. One of our artists in New York, two of our artists are in Philly all the stuff that's happening virtually, that that says a lot, like we have built, and I would, i used to say we're building, but we have created this community of really powerful energy. Energy, Like some of the audience feedback last week was that this really felt like, a, like I, they were at the theater, watching a show, you know, it, it was wonderful. So, yeah. Yeah,
14: I mean, I, I would say, I think that it's interesting that, you know, it's black and brown folks doing this work because we are incredibly resilient. And I think that when it comes to, you know, making films or making media and and having, uh, you know, all these restrictions put on us, we kind of like, it's, it's like we kind of just snap into like a different gear because it's like, we are used to, you know, having so many different limitations put on us. And I think with, when it comes to specifically for film and editing, it's like, I'm gonna take whatever it is that I have and I'm gonna just level it up to the, the amount that I is it, possibly you know can, like through the roof, right? Um, and I, I think that, 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 that that's what it looks like, you know, working during COVID, you know. Mm-hmm. And also creating a, creating a
13: monetized spaces. You know, uh-huh. there's a lot of art that has come out. A lot of people having readings, doing virtual cabarets. But they're not paying people.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. You know,
13: sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're like, well, I don't really have any money. So even the fact of being able to raise money and pay people for their work. Oh, imagine that. And actually give, you know, a stipend to the art show. You know, because this didn't just include their solo shows, the artists also were given 11 professional workshops,
4: mm-hmm.
13: you know, taught by other people of color you know what i'm saying right. so i think like you know they also leave with not only having a show but they leave with you know i like this one thing that i think is always missing in in this industry is we don't woodwork a lot um we don't practice like we don't really try to hone our craft as much as possible you know when people see people go up on stage you know i have had friends or strangers be like oh man I could do that I'm funny and I'm like can you you can learn 300 pages of script in 40 hours okay go ahead let me see so I think I think like you know having that having this space also to kind of really concentrate on your craft is something too that I definitely never had the opportunity to participate in. And I mean, even a few residencies I've applied for, they definitely didn't offer me any of this that I'm trying to bring into the space. So, yeah.
2: Right. See, and that's, that's dope. I, I, everything that both of you said, you know, makes sense. Uh, the fact that you have created a space where, you know, you took away excuses. You took away excuses. Like, what? well, you, ha- you can't say that now. You have the ability to cross-network, you know, uh-huh. cross-network. And, you know, iron sharpens iron. So maybe maybe no one knows you from the East Coast in the Midwest. Well, um, we can, you know, barter. I can uh-huh. put you on here. You can put me on there. And then yeah. we can cultivate business. And then we can talk about monetization because now we have something that, you know, and we know how each other work and do business. You know, kill it's like Nikki G just says, definitely kill the excuse. You definitely kill the excuses. Which goes into okay. another point for to, that goes into today's topic, which is centered around you guys, is the fact that um, you know, as the black community, we have a whole nother thing going on where it's like two two infos, like you kill the excuses. But to some um, they'll find ways to still say <laughs> something that you doing. They'll find a reason to say, "Well, this, this, this just not gonna work." You know what I'm saying? But this, this I, I just can't do that. And it's about um what Ninja kind of said, and I'll read this comment and um have you ladies respond. And he said, "Black people are comfortable blaming each other for um, blaming one another and never addressing the source of why um nothing ever changes." Um, We didn't decide one day to say, hey, let's cut each other's throat and never help each other out. Um, To this is a result of the way we've been treated since we've been in this country, but nobody wants to have that conversation. People just want to say, "Oh, forget you uh, Negro, and you a dumb Negro, it's your fault Negro, but never look at the enemy that we deal with every day that causes all the problems and a lack of unity is a result of trying to survive in this savage-ass country that doesn't want us here anyway. Uh,
13: yeah. And also, too, like, uh-huh. you know, we're also talking about how that causes deep-set trauma, right? Uh-huh. So we also know that when we are in a state of trauma, um, just like addicts, you point fingers outside of yourself
14: uh-huh.
13: all the time. Because we also, as a community, have to not only talk about the root causes, we have to talk about how those root causes have fully manifested themselves in our community, mm. right?
4: Mm-hmm.
13: We have to talk about, you know, the the, size, the division, the, the, the division is um, between black men and women. We have to talk about the homophobia and the biophobia and the transphobia that exists within our, in our community, which is a direct result of the macro, the larger community right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't talk about and You also have to talk about when were there, because people will always say, well, black people never cared about each other. Oh, okay. then None of us would be here yep. because it was the care for each other from, in, from pre-enslavement to now. That is why we're still here. Mm-hmm. Why we are still resilient. You know, when you ask people, you know, who took care of you or why you have a positive outlook, even though both your parents may have been trash, because somebody had a grandmother or aunt or somebody on the corner, somebody who watched out for you, right?
4: Mm -hmm. That is
13: really deep in our DNA. You know, black African-American families are more likely not to put their loved ones in nursing homes than white families, right? That has a lot to do with that type of of, 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 of synergy and spirituality that, that really goes deep into our DNA and core, right? So when we are not being, uh, when we are being hateful to each other, when we are being unkind to each other, that is actually going against who we are. That's going against what blackness
14: really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's fine. I would would just add on to that too. It's like, you know, a main thing that I teach is media literacy. And and the thing is is that media is really personal. And the Mm -hmm. fact that we continue to, um, you know, attack or continue to have, you know, just remarks about the way that other people are creating says something about that person, right? It says either that like, I made a connection to this story and I don't see myself or I want to see more of this. Like we need to keep uncovering that. I think the black community really needs to start to pick apart the media. What is it that we want to see? What, like, you know, why was this message created? You know, why did they make it? All those things. The more that we can really dissect media, because white people have been doing that for a long time. We haven't, we don't have we don't have as as full a body of work. To be able to really, you know, dissect this stuff and figure out, like, why are you complaining about this? Like, if you're complaining about it, why don't you make something? Or what is the story that you want to hear? Mm-hmm. Like, oh that out. yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's
13: real. Because that's also, and that also comes up, you know, listen to a podcast that uh, uh, one of the uh, professors of media in Morehouse College—I forget what her name is—she was saying that as a culture, we need to widen our palate, right? Because we also, you know, people, we also, we also don't look back on the stuff we have. Like, people don't talk about Daughters of the Dust. Mm -hmm. People don't talk about, like, you know, uh, Family Matters and the fact that having an actual episode to talk about a black cop who had to deal with his son being pulled over and harassed by a cop. We haven't had those. Like, those episodes are new. That episode came up in the 80s and 90s, right? You don't Mm -hmm. talk about shows like Rock which, you know, featured some classically-trained actors really doing these amazing things, right? We don't talk about the corner, which was directed by a black male and actually, you know, featured like this story because we have a tendency to have, not just a limited power, that's not our fault. It has a lot to do with what our access is to stuff, right? Like, we know we don't like it. Like, I have people who have come to me who are like, so when when Double Lab gonna stop being virtual? You gonna stop doing that when the pandemic over? I say, no, it's gonna always be virtual. And I get met with utmost mat silence, you know what I'm saying? Cause then they're like, well, I need to space, I need to like talk to people. Well, I talk to people. But also too, if we had a bunch of spaces like mine, you wouldn't have to worry about working in my space. You mm-hmm. go find your own space to work in. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the thing is is that it's such a, a dark, like it's such a scarcity model that because this space is starting to you know, and also too, we also live in the show me state too. Mm-hmm. So I also constantly feel right on my neck that there's a lot of people looking for me to fail. Mm.
2: Looking
13: for this to fail
2: Mm mm-hmm that's true some of the things you hit on go into another comment that ninja said that i um that gears around something that still i can relate it to and um I'll say um, here, so he says you also have the psychological warfare of knowing that when we did get together, we were attacked by the country and any group of black people that have gotten together to do what is right has been legally terminated or and, and or murdered by the government. Nobody talks about these things when they discuss why we don't want to unify. It's because the country shows us that if we do, that they're going to attack us, which goes into what you said, those messages um, in the show's Family Matters that they didn't talk about. The Cosby show, even though we know Bill Cosby is dealing with something different, the show still was the show, and it still had valid points and messages that we missed. Rock. I remember Rock. And those were valid points because people were uh, too busy watching, but we, but everybody didn't want to talk about those. But then we had o- older shows that you couldn't get rid of. Cheers, you know the, you know the theme song to that, and you know, um, you know things like that that did really have a message. That did overall have a message saying that we were not allowed in these spaces. But this is what you're gonna watch and enjoy. But we had family matters who had messages in which we're not talking about, which comes back to like you guys are saying, you're creating this space and people are looking for you to fail because quite naturally, well, if we unify on this, it's going to fail anyway. So while we are, we already see failure. You're going
3: into the project.
2: You're yeah, going into the project. We're, you know, it's not, it's, it's the psychological part of it that I feel that it's like, that's messed up. So we automatically see failure when we see good things happening to a group of black people because that's what America has embedded in our head. And we also have to be okay with
13: critique, right? You have the tendency, you know, you critique something black. But everybody's like, oh, you can't critique it, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. I Me, mean, supposed to be critiqued, right?
4: hmm uh-huh.
13: You're supposed to be... We, we should be critical viewers, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying that we got to like everything. You should. I think the problem is, it goes back to what we said before, is that because there's so few pockets. A, like, gave was an interview right after 13, right after actually, actually Black Panther was produced, and after um, Wrinkle in Time. For, for black directors and producers to get these million dollar contracts, they have both got a, a huge amount of money to do those two films, right? Mm-hmm. And they said the best thing ever. She said, no, because.
10: now, Judy's the life of the party.
14: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
10: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary for prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
13: Production. Mm-hmm. Love Jones. Daughters of the Dust. Like tons of them, right? Mm hmm. Any of them thought that they had really arrived because, you know, it, things were opening up. And things quickly closed right back down on their very head despite their success. You know, one of the largest female-run distributed films daughter that does. But I can tell you, literally, I've mentioned that movie just in passing to somebody who's black right now. Like, what? A movie? Who? When? A movie that?
14: I want to look at it, Solange. Uh, Music
2: video, no, <laughs> or Beyonce video. <laughs> it's inspired, you know, like, their inspiration. True, true. Cause Solange, Solange, man, I've always loved Solange, and that's that's the that's the true thing right there. Like, look at what Solange has created, far as visually and audible. You know, um, to speak to what you are the to your community. That's the film community theater creating a, a, a broader message outside of the message she was trying to create like her visuals have been amazing and they've also been inspired by past visuals that, that's
4: mm-hmm.
13: the thing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like her visuals come from Daughters of the Dust. her visuals mm-hmm. come from like, that whole 90s mm-hmm. canon yeah. but and what that, it's wonderful but I think what is unfortunate is that our people we have a whole generation because you know, we did have such a huge gap of nothing happening. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when on Twitter and they're like, well, how did people look at the Cosby Show back in the day in terms of respectability politics? I said, you're not new to this conversation, boo. That conversation was happening when the Cosby Show was on.
4: Mm-hmm.
13: You know, we, we were like, why would they have a black doctor? We were very critical. Didn't mean we didn't tune in. Didn't mean we didn't give them the highest ratings. We still watched. Right, we still loved it. And we still, you know, tuned in. You know, right. the thing is, is that we, I think it's okay to criticize. But I think what happens is we also don't, I mean, also in that realm, in, in journalism, there's also very few people of color who are critics, theater and film critics. It's also hardly none, truth be told. Mm-hmm. True, true. So mm-hmm. because of that, we also don't think that that's a practice we should have. But if like, yeah. you see a bully and you see the boy drop in the middle of the scene and you see terrible wigs, yes, yeah, you should talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> you should be like, this could be better. Like,
2: you yeah. could do better.
13: Because I'm telling you, the people who make this media, they listen to social media. Yeah. I mean, Hamilton added a whole song to their musical after people were like, there's hardly any women representing it. Ah, ah, ah. Then all of a sudden, magically, a song appears when it comes on Disney that talks about abolition and all this other stuff. I said, oh, that's funny, because that song was not in the Broadway musical. You know
4: what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so you know, clearly, you know, people
2: you will know, listen and will stuff. You know? Mm-hmm. So do you guys since you're in the film industry and I know a lot of people say, say this a lot and they're like I'm so sick of these slavery movies do you feel that um, uh, with this new with this old push of uh, a lot of the white uh, executives and th- writers and things like that do they uh, try to come in and manipulate our stories and things like that so that it makes it harder for the truth to come out when black writers um try to then give the version in which we live.
14: Yeah, I mean I I don't know. I, I, I feel like if somebody is making a, a film about slavery, there needs to be black people writing those stories and um and working as, you know, executive producers and directors, like, I, I think that, like, black folks should tell black stories, like, period. And I think that, like, the, the issue that happens is that, you know, when we're left out of those uh, rooms and uh, production meetings and things like that, uh, that's when, like, other people's narratives or, and, and, you know, ideas about how things should go. Again, like, going back to, like, media literacy, like, everybody has their own idea and story about how things should be constructed based off of your personal experiences. My idea of what slavery looks like might be different than what Tamara looks like, you know, idea. Mm-hmm. And then if I go and write a film, it's going to be from my perspective. You know what I mean? So I, I don't. I, I think that period, like white people, don't need to be making those stories about slavery. They need to be giving us money. Right.
13: They own stories to talk about.
4: But right.
13: I also think too, like. We have to also be careful. We sometimes put the the expectations of a documentary onto a historical film. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. Historical biopics that are, like these are like the views of the writer, right? Like this goes into even Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm -hmm. You could watch that and you could be like, so then are we glorifying, why is this movie all about the FBI forming? But that was the, that's the script, right? Mm -hmm. All that tells me as a writer and a creator is that there is still space to do a movie about Fred Hansen if you want that to be the lens. And also this family was deeply involved in the film. So to me, that says you should watch it and take it for what you want. You like it or don't like it, you know what I'm saying? Or you like parts of it, whatever. there, and I also think too these stories are not monolithic. You know, enslavement is not just A, B, C. If you really are, if you really are trying to make this theatrical, that's one thing about you know Gumblet. It's not just because we are pre-taping things. We are, you know, we are changing We are challenging theater. You know, the theater as a as a as a entity has been very slow and like how scripts are developed to actually represent what's happening today. Like TV and film has just like shot at theater for the last couple of years, right? And I, you know, as an artist, I would have never thought that would have happened, but it definitely has, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think like right now, it is really important to say, that if I talk about enslavement, let's look at the books and I look at Copper Sun, and I look at all these, you know, books, or I can look at Kindred by Kevin Butler. That is a lens of slavery, right? Mm-hmm. That like, because the thing is if you want to tell a really good story, you want a laser light focus on the story. Right. Storytelling is very important. If I feel like your story is all over the place, then that means the audience is all over the place. And I mm-hmm. leave there like, what the heck did I just watch? Like that's a lie over there, right? Whereas far as I should be inspired by one movie and come away and say, now there's room. There's room for other movies. Like, now we have Pose and we have the ballroom scene. Is there room? And does that mean we have a new space for the new ballroom scene? Right? Right. Like, different space to talk about, is there space to talk about, you know, uh, sex workers and what does that look like and let narrow that lens to be like what does that mean for trans women who are on these streets like that is a lens right mm-hmm. so my thing is we have a multitude to the story so if you really want to show me like you know like I just go back full circle if you really want to show that you want to make black blackness matter mm-hmm. i don't need a statement i need you to open up your pocketbook and your bank account and be like, like what you did for Jingle Jangle. You know, Jingle get a limited budget. He didn't know what to do. He was like, what? You <laughs> I can help us, anything I want. Right. And magic happened. Magic, you know, I'm here with nobody said. I watch that I watched that thing about a hundred times. It's like magic happened. Now this is somebody who has been in the business for years and has never been given that type of budget. Mm.
2: Yeah. That's crazy, and and so this made me think about that since because both of you said that. But when the white community, if there's a white counterpart, um, or Asian or Jewish or you know, I feel like every there's every culture wants a bit of our culture, wants a piece of our women and men. So with that being said, they should you know monetarily put put some stank on it as you guys said. But when they do do that. Um. Does that mean that now we uh, they have a, a say so in how it comes out and no 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 I going Lab is a
13: perfect example. I, I, I this is a fully funded program. This cohort is fully funded with a variety of money that came from a variety of people. And most of those, all them people that now, sugar honey, I tea to say to me about how I spent their money.
2: Mm-hmm. So you like a silent investor. Yeah.
14: Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you are saying that you want to amplify and support black voices, but you care about how they do that, then, I mean, that doesn't really, that doesn't really lend well, right? Like mm-hmm. if you are trying to give somebody money and there's all these contingencies upon it it's also to ownership on the person and the creator not to take that money. Mm. And we've got right. it. I've done that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, And
2: that's a big thing. And I said that because, you know, we have films that um, you ladies know film, you know, um, in and out. And so, you know, the situation behind the Madam C.J. Walker story and um, the Turnbow family and how they're like, no, that's not how that went. Um, and uh-huh. yet it was speaking on not just women entrepreneurship, but it actually had a twist on it that spoke on colorism um, in the same sense. And and Sasha Turnbull um, is like, is the granddaughter of the Turnbull family. And she's like, that's not how that really happened. So now she's creating a story behind that because... Some of the funds allocated over here kind of gave it a different twist. Oh, but you guys probably know more about that. Yeah, I not I think the goes that it um, goes back to
13: Ariel said, you know, when you were doing historical biopic, I am really, I think it's very important. I think I trust it more when family members are involved. Mm-hmm. When the when the estate has approved it, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at that that Nina Simone fiasco, mm-hmm. you know the, the estate Lisa's did not mm-hmm. Lisa did not approve that now, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
13: Um, so her, so I think it was really important that the documentary came out, right? Mm-hmm. But it also because documentary and historical fiction are two different genres it also means that we still have room to do Nina Simone correctly, right? right? It's just like we still have room to do hair correctly, right? Like, there's room for, like, these, like, it's a room, like, not C.J. Walker, like, there were aspects. Most of the history, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think, like, that, that's a lens. I want to use this to talk about colorism because we know that hair and colorism do go hand in hand,
2: right? Yeah.
13: It's not connected to that history, but also too, as a person who's watching, we have to also be critical viewers. We have to know that, uh, like for example, Selma, so the, the King of State, King family did not like, uh, would not bring up certain speeches that King had done preceding the Selma march, right? Mm-hmm. So, what like I realized is Abel wrote all of those speeches.
5: Mm.
4: Now
13: that she wrote them in a cadence and a style of what she thought no new king to be mm-hmm. so nobody walked away going oh that was just whatever no right right because that takes a real careful eye and a real careful historical lens to because like the, the, like the film was of course supported by the family but there's some instances in his estate where some words some speeches are just not free right mm-hmm. now, not so you as a writer, you as a as a person who was creating a film
14: based in this history, historical time period, mm-hmm. you have to figure that out. Yeah. And I think we have to do better at protecting our legacies, too. You know what I mean? Like, we can't just let everybody up in here, you know, share our stories that way. I think, you know, when I was watching Madam C.J. Walker, the, the show, you know, there was definitely elements that I was like, okay... But then it just, there was moments where it just took a spin. and I had to, like, I'm an educated viewer. I'm watching stuff and on Wikipedia or Googling. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so, all right, like what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, And, I, I mean, I, I don't want to say, that, like, you know, that it, it's their fault or anything like that. But I, I'm just saying, like, now what Tamara said is, like, yeah, now... Maybe they need to figure out a way to, to do another story and have it come from the family, or, or you know, or if there was elements that they they know for sure. But it's also like, who is that audience? Right? Like, I got to teach white people about Madam C. J. Walker because I didn't I didn't have my edges fried. Like right, I know exactly. That one, you know what I mean? Like, who is that <laughs> for? <Right.
2: laughs> Right. that That is a key thing. I was right along with you. As a um, licensed hairstylist, I was sitting there like, hold on, hold on a second. And I've been to her actual... Shop, which is here in Georgia, you know, um, to be, it that's now historical because this one guy was like, this was a historic piece and I had to jump on it before they got rid of it. And so he's not related. He's just a, a, a person that's been in the hair industry for over 30, 40 years. And so he saw the value in making sure the story is told. And, um, in the midst of that shoe, I feel like, um, a part of my legacy might be there because uh, a partner of Madam C.J. Walker carries my last name. So that's a legacy for me that I started really digging into. So watching that show made me raise some eyebrows like, wait a second. Hold on, what's going on here? Which also made me feel the colorism to make me feel like, man, so the darker person had to be the conniving one or uh, she had to be the the thief and then the light-skinned one had to be the one that was angry and upset to say why are you stealing from it just created so many different questions that I had to look up and research also like- the,
14: the, the queer characters on there like that apparently like wasn't true from some of the research or stuff that I read mm-hmm. like why did that why was that even necessary yeah. why was that even part of the story right, right like you like, trying right. to do right we know that the daughter kind of you to open, you know she, she definitely had part for everybody to be
13: to make it and run around right like, store yeah. <laughs> actual stories from, you know, from just, when you read like journals of like length and hues people who visit those places right mm-hmm. but like but look also looks like
4: the past. Mm-hmm. you know like
13: so some people say well there should be a disclaimer to say this history is not fully accurate you know i don't think you know because that, then that's putting like a censor on art right
4: mm-hmm. i do
13: are, I just think that as a person who's watching an historical biopic, it's very important to have your cell phone or laptop ready
2: <laughs> Exactly. and
13: start looking stuff up. Like It should challenge you to want to know more, be like, oh, I don't know about this, but I
14: also
2: show i think that this needs to be a part two at some point because there are some things that are coming out and i really want to discuss those things with you all which will be um coming really soon which will be the uh, billy Holiday story which um is getting some shed some some stuff is coming out about and um, so, um, but we enjoyed having you on the show. In closing, uh, I, two things I would like. One thing I would like for um, for you all to challenge us and um, both of you give us um, a, a documentary or a film to, uh, to look at on our own to kind of open our minds and challenge us and then in closing I want you to tell us um, where we can find you what is coming up next with you and how we need to get locked in to support it um, whomever would like to start first um, uh,
14: uh, documentary on the spot that's hard um, there is a film called um, the waiting room, um, and I'm trying to think of the director's name right now. Um, it's on Netflix. It's a is a, a black director, and it kind of centers around um, a, a hospital waiting room um, in Los Angeles. It's really good and kind of uncovers, especially with the pandemic. I think it was shot in Oakland. It's a four part a four part kind of um, documentary. So he kind of follows people. Um, in different settings in uh, in Oakland, it's really good. I think his last name is Nix. Um, it's very good. And what was the other question you asked?
2: Yeah. Um, uh, in closing, tell us where we can find you Ed, and um, what what you have going on next, and how we can um, buy into it. Yeah, uh,
14: you can find me at Ariel Streisand on Instagram. Um, and next, I don't know. I don't know what's next. I think. Um, I've been trying to work on my website for a long time. I have some ideas about starting like a sweat, sweat, athleisure company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm hoping to kind of like think that through a little bit more. Um, and the director's name is Peter Nix uh, for that Waiting Room documentary. It's really good. Uh, I'll pass it over to tomorrow now. I'll, I'll take Doc one to watch remastered The Two killers of Santa on
2: Wait, repeat that. Repeat that again tomorrow. Your phone called, is uh, re- kind of... I'm
13: sorry, they're cutting off. It's called Remastered, The Two Killings of Sam
2: Cooke. Remastered. Awesome. Remastered. It's on Netflix, and I would say, you know... Not...
12: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
4: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
12: Ah. <sighs> oh.
10: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at slots.com Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But next, what would you, be best is if
13: everybody listening can go buy a ticket to watch. So we have two more premieres coming out this Friday and Saturday on the 26th and the 27th. Um, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tickets are $15. $15. Um, and you can find the links for the tickets and watch previews and talk from last week's show premiere, um, at www.gumbo lab, all one word, .com. And that is the best place to, you could be added to our mailing list for future things. Um, there's another, uh, production that, uh, gumbo lab is working on for the summer. So, um, Definitely to be in the wares of that, uh, you know, just pages, and of course you can follow us on Instagram on uh, Gumball, uh, dot Lab, and then, you know, we're on Twitter, Lab Gumbo, and then we're on Facebook, we're on Gumbo Lab too, and also to subscribe to our YouTube channel, because the goal is to be a dedicated channel so that these uh, these productions can kind of live partially on that site for youtube so you go to Lab youtube channel if you could follow subscribe there that would also be great too
2: awesome 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 yes we are making sure we're locked in i did just type that into the chat for you all that are in the spreaker.com world and in the chat room they have two premieres coming up this weekend friday and saturday You can purchase the ticket. It's only fifteen bucks. Let's buy into our people for us, by us, and you can get that the tickets and tune in at www.gumbolab.com. Make sure you support these two amazing women tomorrow, which is the founder of the Gumbo Lab. Uh, I will be posting uh, more information on Tori in the mornings. Instagram. Um, They have some uh, promotions that. You you need to see, and we need to get it out there to support these two dope women. They both gave us two um, films to to look out for. And be on the lookout, because I'm going to have them back again very, very soon, in which we'll discuss, um, so that we can have them on. And I think this is something that I can do monthly with bringing you all on, supporting what you have going on in the theater world, because there's always some stuff that's coming out, especially since we're in the pandemic. There's so many... Ah. Right,
13: it's a it's a new theater. I like to call
2: it the theater premieres and prime every week. Yes, you know. So I would love to discuss that and have you ladies on here so that we can support Black Magic and all that great stuff you have going on. Thank you so much for being um, being on the show. I look forward to having you guys again um, here on this platform. Um, Just stay on the line really quickly. Um, I'll let um, and. In the musical world and the behind the scenes, you guys, are we're going to go into a quick musical break. Don't you guys touch that dial. You locked with Tori and Kamit on Tori in the Morning.
4: Trying
3: Motion is your call. liquor in my system, we must crawl.
5: Addiction disorder.
11: I've been trying not to go off the deep end. I don't think you want to give me a reason. I've been trying not to Shawty gon' get that paper. rip like razor. Shawty got wicked flavor. my tits in makeup. Uh, uh, pay her, hit that layup. Shorty ain't with them games, you yeah. get that paper. Pay her. I not see to light this bitch up Life ain't fair, you fight for your cut Think I spy your eye on my bucks Great look, not a lion woke up You high in my shit. cry in my shed Live in the minor event, I finally slipped Built on nobody's bodies nobody went in Contain what I'm bottling in, it's been a bit dumb gon' get that paper Shorty tongue ripped like razor Shorty got wick, got flavor Part of my tits and makeup Uh, uh, pay her Super then hit that layup Shorty ain't with them games, yeah Shorty gon' get
9: Cut the coupe, walk roof is missing, ice, lemonade, my neck was
5: chipping. ice, lemonade, my neck was chipping Addy boys, got some 60s in my bag, lips sealed, I ain't pillow talking, I do no red, in my yellow got two carrots, VVS. got a pen off near Rodeo, off for stress, all this money, when I grew up, I had nothing, filled with My whole life is disgusting Can't believe it, gotta thank God that I'm living comfortably Getting checks, I don't believe, but she say she done with me Burned some bridges and I let the fire light the way Kicking my feet up, left the PJs on a PJ Yeah, I'm a big dog and I walk around with no leash I got water on me, yeah, everything on Fiji Zanny Bar, suicide door, brand new bag College girls giving nigga head in my life Rockstar life,
9: so much money, I'll make you laugh. Hey the bitch they hate and you can't miss what you never right Hey, hey, off the juice, coding got me tripping. Cut the coop, walker roof is missing Ice, lemonade my neck was
1: tripping. Ice, lemonade my neck was tripping. I run star, pack up towards a bit wall, hey. Exposed, I was 15, I took codeine with my dog, eh? I feel Put up a stick and I hop on a plane, still in my wallways it's so risky, I gotta be gifted. He blessed with fortune and fame. I remember from 50, I couldn't go back empty. I know I was stuck to the games. Uh, loyal and I never change, uh, I'm never gonna go against the grain. Uh, I'm never gonna be the one on my brother when police is gotta detain.
5: I won't ever love a lover, bitch more than my mother, and that's all my government name. I can't be no sucker, ain't hating on no one. I wish everybody get paid. Cause we can't end up every day. Getting hot toiling in the
7: grave. Zany Boss, who's our dog, brand new bag? Godless girls give a nigga head in my life. Rockstar life, so much money, I'll make you
9: laugh. Hey, the bitches they hate, and you can't miss what you never had. Hey, hey, I'm juice, coding got me trippin'.
2: Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. We are back live with Tori in the morning and my co-host, Camille. Good morning, good morning. We know y'all feeling good out there in the world. You are tuned in and are back. We are down to our last 30 minutes of the show. Today's topic is why is it hard for the black community to unify? And we had two dope um, individuals on the show that we interviewed, Tamara Anderson and Ariel Taylor from the Gumbo Lab uh, to discuss film, black film and what's going on and why we can't work together in black film, but how we can. What Tamara uh, has going on is creating a virtual platform where everybody can work together. All individuals that are melanated, you are black men or woman, no matter your LG, uh, LGBTQ no, uh, or heterosexual, whatever you choose to identify as, yeah, she's created a space where all people can work together, canceling out excuses, saying that, oh, you over here and you over here, we can't do that. And she made a way to say it all works. And so as we were talking about different things in film and why everything looks so, you know, why everything is so divided, um, that ninja made a lot of valid points. If you guys missed that information, no worries. When we end this live, you will be able to catch it. Or what you have to do is... Go to the link in my bio and click Tory in the morning and re-listen to the show. Click like because I know you're going to love it. And also download it if you don't have time to listen to it now. You can download it and listen to it later. Alright? So Ninja said this and I want to bring this up because this still talks about the black community. um, And he's talking in relation to black film. He says in the Harriet Tubman movie they put a fictional white man for the um for the audience to like because white people are incapable of telling the truth about themselves and the madam cj walker's walk in the madam cj walker story they put in a lot of fictional elements because again white people can't tell the truth about themselves And if you want to get the movies made, you have to sprinkle in some of that BS or face consequences like Nate Parker did. Um, Like Nate Parker when he made the story about Nat Turner. I think we do ourselves a disservice by downplaying that. It is unacceptable. Putting out a false image that a lot of unintelligent people will believe is um, insulting, disrespectful, and should be criminal. The problem is toxic Caucasians and their psychopath, not toxic masculinity, which is a made-up term used for distraction. I agree. I agree on that. You know, um, the thing is, behind some of that stuff, some, uh, I think with the Harriet Tubman story, there was a uh, uh, a black, ro- a black uh, director or something behind it. That's where the controversy came from in the first place. Yeah, it That's where the controversy came from in the first place, because it's the people that look like us that's depicting these stories and creating this extra stuff. And so that's why I posed the question to the ladies. When you get a a dollar, when there's money that is given to you to do these different projects, um, if the money comes from an outside entity of a different culture, a different race, do they then have the say so on where we put our doc, what they work, what we
3: do with the movie? You know, because that's another big issue in itself. Yeah, to me, if you invest in something, I mean. I would be a, a solid investor. If I'm giving you my money, then you do what you please with your project. You know what I'm saying? This is your project. If, then I feel some kind of good way to get investors' money into your project. So I'm not going to be running behind you and saying what you did with it or whatever. Whatever our agreement was, as long as you followed up to our agreement, I can care less. Right. And as long as I get my return at the end, I can care less if you jumped off a building with your money. long Right, as long as right, long return, you get your return back. Yeah, so I don't, I don't care.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think that is a big thing because that's what happens in a lot of the film industry right Mm -hmm. and so when people feel like that that's why tyler perry created his own space right he made he created that space for his people Mm -hmm. period so that his people can eat and he can keep it in-house and then he can Trickle it along for generations because the reason why we have generational curses is because somebody don't want to do something different to break it. You just are comfortable with what with what's already going on and you just continue to so go with it. Go with it, yeah. You're
3: scared to think outside the box.
2: Which goes back into what Ninja said. And you know what? I'm going to read that. We have some celebrities that came into the IG world. Um, DJ Stan C is in the building. Uh, Official F Jones is in the building. Miss Pretty To You is in the building. Good morning. It goes back into this. I'm going to say this because this is what um, he said. And I'm going to read it again. You also have the psychological warfare of knowing that when we did get together, we were attacked by the country and any group of black people that have gotten together to do what is right has been legally terminated and or murdered by the government. Nobody talks about these things when they discuss why we don't want to unify. It's because the country shows us that if we do, they're going to attack us. That is... Mm -hmm. That right there spoke so much value. Is that it it's not-
3: for years, years, yeah. Generation, a generation.
2: Yeah. Before we were even here. So we understand that fear, you people are controlled by fear. Especially mm-hmm. us. Especially mm-hmm. us. Because back in the day, you know, when they had they, people talk about slavery, but they don't talk about the psychological portion of why things are messed up, which is what he said, because when black men were, um, uh, when black men stood in to try to save the black woman that was pregnant, that they were attacking, you know, the black man was then treated lesser than, you know, he was in, uh, uh, emasculated. Because they violated him For trying to step in and stand up for this woman And vice versa When the when the black woman would try to step in And stand up for the black man They get dogged out and beat mm-hmm. down So fear is the ultimate control of all things Goes into the pandemic When the pandemic first happened What they say Oh pandemonium <laughs> Had people tripping out
3: Right? You better go get all the tissue and food you can get I never understood What, what was the purpose of going to get all the tissue for the woman I have not seen no proof of evidence that tissue.
2: <laughs> tissue the the
3: t- <laughs> t- t- and paper
2: towel. Tissue and paper towel essentially doesn't have a lot. You, you, what you're gonna do, that's not gonna be able to help you survive in the wilderness.
3: Exactly.
2: You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you know, I mean, and then they bought up all the food. I now see they have deep freezers on sale. I've never seen a deep freezer on sale, you know. And so now we're into a state of mind of we scared of everything. So now we we move by fear. And when you're controlled like that, I mean, that this bad stuff happens. Um, Adana says this country has always torn anything we have built up and murdered anyone that stood against what what is wrong. Absolutely. We have
10: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
7: Ch-ch-chumba.
10: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, Void We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have
2: that, right? Um I mean we we understand gang life was was crazy, right? We had the tookies and the uh uh and um you
3: know, uh you and all the other bosses, you know. What, what gang originally started what they originally was doing. It was the white people that, you know, made it seem as if it was just crime, 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 crime. But it they was the gang started, you know, to, to uh help us protect against the police. police
2: yeah, and yeah. protect
3: our own community. So they made it against, you know, a whole other thing.
2: Which goes into what ninja said. When we come together and do stuff for our community, they 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 attacked that. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want they don't want us to do that. However, mm-hmm. we were segregated, right? We were segregated, and so we thriving for our own doing for ourselves, and they got mad. Are mm-hmm. you mad? You don't want us to do nothing with you, but you mad that we doing it by ourselves too? <laughs> and then you come and tear up what we gotta do, and you can't stand us, but yet, yeah, you want us to spend our money over there with you as you hear the background instrumental is dmx man stop being greedy stop being greedy See, they want to control everything but they controlled us to a degree because the fear is what controlled us so now we are forced to do something and so now we got to keeping up with the Joneses. the fear with them is like it's oklahoma bombing absolutely oh, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. the bombing on wall street black wall mm-hmm. street Why we can't do Black Wall Street again? Really, it's not that we can't. It's the fear Fear. Mm -hmm. behind it to be able to say. All the black banks that we had in Illinois, in Chicago, in the city, those black banks aren't there anymore. Who are they bought out? The white corporations and banks are like, "Uh uh-uh, oh, no. Y'all will not. There will be no way you're going to find a way to filter your money in your own community Mm -hmm. for you to profit Why? Y'all like we we rocking with y'all like that. However, we got every other culture that can come into our communities, open up shop, and not pay not a damn tax, and, and not support, even yeah. put into our community. None of their money come into our community, but we have no choice but to su- support them because we they've taken wanted. out our own mom and pop stores because we won't shop with our own people. So again, we got McDonald's who will mess up our stuff a million and one time. Burger not finished, fries not in there, it ain't hot. I got a hair in the sandwich, all of that, right? We got make because McDonald's we be having all type of stuff, you know. I I got my chicken nugget, I touch it, it's wet. You know yeah. what? What? Why is this chicken nugget wet? You know, just all type of stuff McDonald's can do us any kind of way. Burger King can do us any kind of way. Wendy's can do us any kind of mm-hmm. way.
4: Understand Cookout
2: that. can do us any kind of way right and then good. we still go back we still go back still go back but then you got relax with the dentist and he might have put too much pressure on you And you feel uncomfortable It ain't that he put too much pressure on you It's just that your body is tense He needed to add pressure to, to straighten you out But you don't understand that and didn't ask no question So you go and complain and say that the man did something wrong to you And now you blocking his business mm-hmm. And you ain't gonna never go back But McDonald's just gave you three sandwiches back to back That was wrong and raw
3: And you still went back
2: And you still went back And you still went back so you know what I'm saying? Those are those are crazy things in itself. You know what I'm saying? Um me and my homegirl uh Telisha, me and her always have conversations about black community and why we can't come together and things like mm-hmm. that. And we we do say and it's always we say stuff like because black people this because black Really, I don't think me and her ever even had the discussion of saying, well, maybe it ain't that we don't want to. It's just maybe we are apprehensive to because of the fear that's been instilled in us. But also, we do take too much time to try to keep up with the Joneses to show these other counterparts that we can spend with them, the Louis Vuitton. The um the Gucci, the Christian Dior, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um a black man said this and I don't remember who said this, but I'ma find a video and this black guy said, you know, it's time for us to start investing in our own names. Putting things in our own names and LLC and who we are, putting a dollar amount on I who
3: we are and thing. value ourselves. Speak. Yeah. Yes. He was not giving out a different names. products. Yes. And
2: product. yes.
3: Yeah. What we yeah. have yeah. Birkin. Yeah.
2: Birkin is made behind a white actress that was a. She was like a a French white actress or something. Um, who had who got pregnant as an actress and they tried to tell her her career was going to be over and she said no it's not and so she was taking her baby around with her so she realized that she had to have too many bags. She had too many bags. She was carrying around, so she got with another um designer, this person, this, you know, French designer, white mm-hmm. Caucasian designer, who said um, who said, okay, well, I, I need something that makes sense. So the Birkin bag was really a diaper, a functioning purse that allowed you to 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 transform it into a diaper bag. So that was for the. So the Birkin bag has all these pockets. Essentially, for women who have children, it's a diaper bag. It's a dang old diaper bag. So when they started this big old fuss about the Birkin bag, I went to do research on who is who. Who is this Birkin person? Well, why is Birkin so big that we gotta have a Birkin bag? It's a white lady, uh, a diaper bag, essentially. I don't. So now we got Birkin. She doing numbers. She ain't from the United States. You know what I'm saying? And then um, Christian Dior, Tommy Hilfiger. Um, who else? What? How many designer names are we gonna name? Our white family? They're not ours. And yet, we can't wait to buy into what they have going on and keep their legacy reigning for,
3: for years. And our legacies are dying. And we hear over and over and over how they hate for us to wear their clothes. They hate us. And can't we make whole us. songs about them. We get all head and toe. You even have your fake um, stuff at home the <laughs> sheets, the pillows, and all this stuff. Absolutely. With names of people that don't even want us to wear the stuff. Don't even want us. Hill figure was big on saying he
2: didn't exactly. like black folks
3: and yet we couldn't wait to buy figure. And still, he died out for a minute, you know, and laid back and now he came back. Yeah. And he still don't like. And yeah. And I still won't
2: wait. So we have to stop you know we have to stop dogging out our own people in our own businesses mm-hmm. we have to start figuring out a way to circulate our dollar to be right here in our communities doing what we supposed to do for each other it, because we have other companies and corporations who are in our communities and they're greedy they're 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 thriving off of mm-hmm. our dollars the black dollar circulates with within 24 hours of it hitting our account touching our hands we gotta yeah, it. Yeah. So why we got to spend our money? We got to spend it with our people. We got to support our people. And guess what? We already know not everybody is good. It don't even matter what race they are. Not everybody has the best intentions of yours at heart. But if you're gonna spend unlimitlessly with mcdonald's burger king all these corporations who are going to continuously do your stuff wrong because they're gonna do it wrong at least spend with your people as well because you might have a bad experience there's no experience you're gonna have in this world that is all good so you may come across a bad experience Chuck it up because mm-hmm. guess what? You have bad days. You might have said something to somebody crazy or anything. There, you have bad days, right? Mm-hmm. So, since you have bad days and things do happen, you have to. Keep in mind that that happens to other people. That don't mean stop shopping there. It might mean that you can have a one-on-one conversation with that business owner and say, look, your associate was rude, you know, and I, I'm trying to support my mm-hmm. people and be here for my people. I just want to let you know what's going on so that you can fix the issue. Because if I never tell my black entrepreneur what my problem is,
3: yeah, it'll never be fixed. fixed. Yeah, have to work on communication and have a customer service. That's what they need to work on, customer service. That's one of the big things. And it's seems like it's so hard for certain people to be polite. It yeah. is. Yeah, and that's something that they need to work on. They need to have a whole course before they get into business, customer service. Customer service will take you a long, it I a long way. I don't walk out of so many places just because somebody didn't greet me when I came in. Mm-hmm. I walked out. Mm-hmm.
2: That's just like I went to the Dunkin' Donuts down the street. You know majority of the Dunkin' donuts are um are Indian or something. And so I went down the street and I I went there um once. And so the last time I went there, it reminded me why I never went go there in the first place. I just needed to stop there cuz it's in my area and I had to stop and get a coffee, right? And so I knew not to stop there. When I stopped there, I was at the window for like five minutes and nobody said anything and i'm like hello good morning hello and nobody still said anything right so what did i do i pulled up i was like well i guess they closed i'm gonna leave so when i pulled through the drive through to leave there was somebody blocking so then i pull up to the window and i was like hi you know y'all thing don't work but before i can even say that i pull up to the window she opened up the window and she goes uh what you couldn't wait Oh, wow. I was like, "Excuse me." I sat at that window for about five minutes. I said, "Hello." Nobody responded. She says, um, "So you telling me you didn't hear something like that?" I was like, "You know what? Don't worry about it." She was like, "What do you want?" I said, "Dinner." I just told you, "Don't worry about it." You know what? Don't worry about it. You just reminded me why I don't come here. Yeah. But you and, and, and then you almost ticked me off where I almost got
3: out of character and almost was like, "Listen." Yeah, see, cause I can understand it, because and, and it's sad to say. From like now, I live in the car area. But then when I come down in the Cato or Atlanta area, oh my God, it's just like I want to get back to it Because <laughs> it's horrible. You have nothing in the stores. Like you say, customer service is so horrible. And it comes from our. Judy
10: was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
14: It's my little escape.
10: Now Judy's the life of the party.
14: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
10: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>
3: our own people and yet you try to understand why people don't want to come and shop in this area or come over here the customer service is horrible i can go right up up north into the same store and i got everything the shelves are filled the store is clean and it making me feel welcome but i said to say when i come into my own community i don't have really what i'm looking for and then if you ask, it's a, you know, it's an attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got boxes on the floor with what you need, but they, they're still going to tell you they don't have it because somebody's sorry. I don't want to stop it. And it's sad to say mm-hmm. But this how it is. And it's come from our own
2: community. Adonis mm-hmm. mm-hmm. says, I don't eat on the south side or west side <laughs> or east side of right, Atlanta. You right. don't eat nowhere in exactly. Atlanta.
3: <laughs> right. You That's don't eat right, nowhere. You said I cook.
2: But you know, that's the same thing with trying to purchase things and buy things. Like, you know, I end up having to go to Publix, and Publix don't have what I like, don't have mm-hmm. something that I need specifically because it's specifically catered around a certain group of yeah. individuals who have said, Publix over here in Tucker better have this. Right. And then the Publix over here and done with it better that's have this. Yeah. And so I'm like, wait a second. You know, like, dang. Mm-hmm. So, and it's a higher quality, it's a better quality. So we, Think mm-hmm. you know we don't really know, but however, it's a trip, and he says no, not fast food at least, and then you can't eat no fast food joints over here. I mean I it is so ridiculous. It's I just so
3: it, have done listen, just need to it, close down the whole store.
2: Man, just get rid of them, get rid of it because it just does not make sense. And then the attitudes be crazy than a mug too. So I'm telling y'all, I understand the feeling and that's how it is, but we have to find a way to unify. We do, we have to find a way to, well, you think, you know what, in first understanding that not everybody is gonna come together, right? And I'd be crazy to say that I don't want all of us to come together. All of us (laughs) is not gonna come together. And so, with Knowing that all of us is not going to come together, we have to play, uh, know how to play our position, play our part in the position in which we're in. And like we said, knowing that everybody is not a boss. Everybody not a boss. You might want to be the boss, you, but you're not a boss. Not everybody is a leader. It's okay. Somebody has to be a follower. Somebody has to be a chief. Somebody has to be mm-hmm. an Indian. There is no situation. Now, you could be the boss of the Indians. You know,
3: just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: You just not a chief. You know what I'm saying?
3: You could be executive to the chief. Because mm-hmm. everybody's not a chief and everybody wants to be a chief. And that's why everything is so out of control. Because everybody want to be in control. Everybody want to be in control. Nobody want to listen.
2: Yeah. So. Nobody want to, you know, um, every because it's this sense of in the... You know, in I think our world as Black folks are now pertaining around the media, around TV and mm-hmm. uh, reality TV shows, and all of that, and creating an unrealistic uh, approach to real to real life. Mm-hmm. You know, so you want me to unrealistically want things that realistically I can't even achieve. You know, I can't even achieve that. I'm not even there yet. I'm not even mentally. I'm not there yet. Like we have to speak on where Ninja went earlier. Um, mentally first, we have to be able to accept that things just don't are just not right. We have to be able to accept constructive criticism Mm -hmm. in our businesses, in our personal lives as a, a black community. We have to be willing to accept those things for what they are, face those things, and then at that point, because you got to heal. You can't unify with no healing. Mm -hmm. We have to, you know, we have to put some, and not just temporary band-aids. We actually have to stitch some stuff up and let it heal from the inside out.
3: We need some of the air to heal.
2: Yeah, and we need the elders to step in to a degree, you know, mm-hmm. to, to explain to us some history so that we can arrive at where we need to be a lot sooner. We appreciate you guys for tuning in today. We're down to the last six minutes or so, so we're going to get ready to close out and play some music on out. I'm going to let Kamee, uh touch on it today and, and uh, start, uh, be the first to, you know, kick off the close out.
3: Well, uh, we still say good morning. Good morning again. And I would, I would like to thank everyone for joining in, listening, commenting. Um, but as Tori would say, we have to unify. We have to unite. Now. We have to get together. That's the only way things are going to get, you know, black people are going to get things to the next level. You have to stop being afraid. You have to read up on your own information. We need the elders to share everything that you know to help those that are lost. So we need all of this and everybody to come together and support everyone. And once again, I would like to thank everyone for tuning in. And we hope to see, uh, see you all again tomorrow. Yes, we would
2: love to see you all tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Toss Up Tuesday will be back and in full effect. We're going to have H-Town and Jodeci. I don't know how that's going to turn <laughs> out, but we doing that. Uh, H-Town and Joseph C Toss-Up okay. Tuesday tomorrow. The battle between the sexify men is going back to moist Tuesday. <laughs> and, yes, Camille hit it all on the head. We have to unify, look out for one another, and protect one another because that's what we're here to do. Um, you know, and, and that's it. You know, all the things that we said in the show sums up what we're supposed to do and, and um, as, a, as a black Folk. Um Ninja says when black people attempt to unite, um we have to dismiss the opinions of white America because they're going to do everything in their power to break it up. It's the same game we've been running since the beginning of time. Divide and conquer. We can't divide and and conquer if we don't care what they think boom and that closes that out right there you guys already know what i like to say if no one has told you that they love you yet please know that miss tori lee does and you know who loves you more than me your spiritual provider loves you more you guys be blessed and not only be blessed but be a blessing to someone else and remember to smile because you're never fully dressed without one you guys be blessed and we'll see you tomorrow same time same place Um, If you haven't, go ahead and follow Tori in the morning because those lives will be over there really soon. Um, We'll see you tomorrow for Toss-Up Tuesday. Twirling Tuesday, as Ninja says, uh, (laughs) uh, for the Toss-Up Tuesday between H-Town and Jodity. See y'all next time. We're closing out with my favorite song by YG and Chris Brown and Tyga Rodeo. Peace.
5: Oh, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, uh,
1: uh. uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. I the play game, you know, the tendo. I hit the G spot, make a ticko YG4, honey here, nymph I like real ass with dimbo. She got pride low little to you, in N-O. oh. I take a slow, I go jito. Baby
7: like a mole when it's yeah. lit, though. I like when shorty get mento. Real freak, she a sad, I'm a yo. When I dip, when I glide inside you, and she knows stretch out like Lemo. And you know I got a fetish for them to And I need them right now, what you waiting for? So sweet like tribio. And you know a whole lot of women my sending uh, yo. My AKA little Daddy,
1: tattoo my name, you can have me i got the steppers in the back seat i'm a rapper when i'm in it i'm a athlete i had you running like a track knee i had you giving up the addy i had you buzzing it touching it
7: rubbing it loving it oh you nasty hey you been invited thanks to potty get excited it's somebody so erotic can you ride it body count what's the mileage a1 draped up hennessy red cup ass down face up that's the Show way you she like it. Inside
5: From behind Put my tongue between your legs Baby, please excuse my hand From the back we slow dance hit it from the front we
1: hold hands she get on top she poke dance we don't even kiss no romance we don't even date we
7: close friends hit us some rappers slow jams had a like damn 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 ass down now hit it from the back hit it from the front draped up hennessy red cup hit it from the back 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 hit it from ass down face up that's the way Show you like
5: it.
14: Are you
3: experiencing hair thinning, hair shedding, hair breakage, or hair loss? The Noritrust Perfect Hair Vitamins Plus is for you. Noritrust Perfect Hair Vitamins are packed with vitamins, minerals, amino acids, biotin, and folic acid and makes the hair longer, stronger, and fuller. So if you desire longer, stronger, faster-growing, thicker, healthier hair, then order Noritrust Perfect Hair Vitamins or Noritrust Perfect Hair Vitamins Plus today. Call 1-888-489-0179 or online at nortrust.com.
10: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. O, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.